Create an Unstoppable Life, episode 196. Create an Unstoppable Life is all about mindset for the high achiever to help you build a life of fulfillment and freedom. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a mindset and marketing coach and a family medicine physician. It's an honor to spend time with you today. Welcome back, dear friends. We are crawling towards episode 200. Big smile. We've just gone through some holidays. How is your heart doing? I'll tell you, the George family, we didn't participate in a typical Christmas, and it was joyful. It was part intentional, part necessity. Craig's mom's chosen hospice, and uh, probably 10 days before Christmas, she just wasn't doing well. Thankfully, she's doing better. But there were some days of worry and feeling unsettled and having hard conversations and living in uncertainty, and my mind was just all over the place. But it's been better. She's better. (laughs) The gifts were minimal and meaningful, and the gift of presence was really what we focused on. Some updates. Our son graduates from A&M in May, and then we'll be entering the military. It's a little crazy. We anticipate moving in the summer, joyful, sorrowful, it's both at the same time. And we're going to be empty nesters, like real empty nesters. Also crazy. My 2013 Range Rover Sport with 140,000 miles is near the end of life. I alternate between wanting to put more money into it with the belief it's going to last another 10 years and then realizing it's time to move on. Boy, it's been an amazing all-weather, all-terrain, even Maine couldn't stop it kind of vehicle. (laughs) Lots and lots of memories. It was my graduation gift from the Army. (laughs) Lots of memories. Such a conundrum with letting it go. And finally, Emerge Stronger, it is starting in two months. Can you believe that? Two months away. We've been talking about it for uh, most of 2023, that's for sure. So quite a while. We've been talking about it for quite a while. And there's still space for women physicians and dentists. There's even a space, a few spaces left for emerged daughters. That's the 16 to 20-year-old daughter by birth or by choice, meaning it can be a stepdaughter, a niece, a mentee, someone you care about. There's room for her too. And all the information is at emergefordoctors.com. So moving into 2024, which is just a few days away, it's going to be about simplifying and serving, which in Dina George terms means burning everything down, metaphorically speaking, and see what happens. (laughs) I say that with a big smile. This episode is intended to take you deeper into a 2023 review. We're going to mine it for gold. We're going to look at the unexpected, the frequently spoken, the things that have touched your heart in a meaningful way. And we'll do it through these five simple questions that you can explore. See what you come up with. Share your responses with someone you care about. Share your responses with me. I'd love to hear it because that's going to take this experience even farther. All right, here we go. Number one, what is the best advice you receive this year? What is the best advice? And what makes that advice worthwhile? What makes it meaningful? Why does it stand out to you? What do you hear in the advice? So here's why that question came up. It's not often that people give us usable advice. 
And I say that with deep appreciation. I know people are trying. I know they want to be helpful. We are all limited as humans because so much of what we see is based on our own limitations, our own fears, our failures, what we don't want for others. It's difficult to overcome it all. It's difficult to see others and speak to their heart and their fears and their joys to help them see what they can't see so they're better equipped for their journey. So much of the advice that we give and that we receive is based on what others wish or what we wish we knew for our journey, what they wish they knew for their journey, not equipping me, equipping others what they need for their own journey. So the best advice I received was on a podcast episode featuring my dear friend, Dr. Trisha Wooden. It was the Women in Medicine podcast. She had no idea that she was speaking to me directly when she said, you don't need an A plus in everything you do. What? What are you saying? <laughs> that has really resonated since I heard it. And this year, it, it's timely. This year has been about opening up, being still, recognizing how much perfectionism is in everything that I do, working to be everything to everybody and to be the best, to be my absolute best. Because the bar, or at least the competition, is what I imagine is my absolute best if this was the only thing that I was doing. I remind my heart, I remind my brain many, many times per day, <laughs> life isn't graded. Good enough is really good enough, even if more is possible. So back to Christmas this year, I rolled each gift up in tissue paper, no tape, just rolled it up, stuck it under the tree. It took about 10 minutes. It was good enough. There were treats for each family member. It was good enough. With awareness comes opportunity. That's the gold. So I have a new question. Am I really working towards an A plus here? Like what is acceptable and what is the cost of doing more? What is the cost of getting to that A plus level? Because there is a cost and it helps to create more clarity. It helps to be able to shed what no longer is needed, which means that impossible standard. And it helps to adopt practices that are consistent with a whole life and a well-lived life. You know, Trisha's going to come back to the podcast in the next few episodes. I'm just delighted. We're going to talk about faith, love, and growth. I think it's going to be, no, I know it's going to be meaningful. All right, so that was number one. Here's number two. What moments took your breath away in 2023? Like what got you in the feels? What touched your heart? What brought tears? What instilled a huge sense of humility where you can feel so small and the act or the other person felt so huge? Do you love this question? I do too. I felt a lot of feelings this year. The product of being still, being open and tears and humility came <laughs> at many times when talking about people who have touched my life, who've provided warmth and care for my family, who have shared kind words about Craig and his impact in the community, all of that got me in the fills. The moments that took my breath away, oh, they were stories about loyalty and friendship that spanned the years, 
loyalty to show up in unique places and be a continuous source of support. One of the stories was St. Pope John Paul and St. Mother Teresa. They had a friendship that spanned decades, way before either of them were called to do profound things. And I listened to a story of their friendship and how she traveled against the advice of many near the end of her life to hear Pope John Paul speak in the Vatican. The speaker, the storyteller, talked about how Pope John Paul walked over to greet her and just the joy and the delight that they had in each other. It was so touching. And what a precious friendship to have somebody walk through the years, through doing the difficult things, through the criticism, through the questioning, have somebody walk with you. I so want to be this kind of friend to share love and loyalty throughout the years and the life stages, to travel globally and be present and say, you did a good job. You did a great job. You did an amazing job. And your life matters. Your work matters. What you share with the world matters because that's what gets me in the feels. Deep connection, unwavering loyalty, pure love. I'll tell you, I am so blessed to receive this from Craig and so inspired to do better. So the moments, Craig's tender words, friends showing up unexpectedly, jokes that span decades, our son and connecting with him to do things that are so simple and ordinary and yet in the moment feel extraordinary. That's what gets me in the feels. The ordinary, the tender, and the intentional infusion of presence and love. The gold is knowing what opens my heart and fills my heart and working to stay open more often to experience the joy. Building off the first question, spending time creating an A-plus life and everything is a distraction and it's a deterrence from experiencing more of these touching moments. So combine the gold from number one and number two and what stands out. That's what's going to change the trajectory of your life. Number three, what elicited the most comments about you? What did people comment on or compliment on about you, to you? And what do you take away from it? I love this question. It's an insight into how others think, what they notice, what they appreciate. And they are basically sharing how we impact them. By far the most commented or complimented on is my voice. God gifted me this voice. It's a huge gift. I don't take it lightly. (laughs) The compliments, they're generally how calm people feel, how soothed people feel. Sometimes people say, you know, you have a podcast voice. And I'll, I'll respond, oh, it's funny you say that. I actually have one. And it's free, and you can hear this voice anytime you like, and hopefully you will hear a lot of love, a lot of God's love, and a lot of encouragement. So here's the gold for me. It only takes a few words to share calm. And more gold is knowing that because people generally find my voice calm, it means that I need to speak differently at times to catch their attention or let them know that they have my attention. So what's the gold for you? What are people noticing about you? What is your takeaway from that? How are you impacting others? Because that also changes the trajectory of 2024. Question number four, 
What did you most notice about others in 2023? This is a general theme question. Like, do you notice style, facial features, body type, mannerisms, the words that people say or how they interact with others? I notice people's energy. And it's a combination of how their body is moving, the words they choose, the tempo they speak with, the clarity of their message. It's way more than mood. It's their way of being in the moment. It's a whole compilation. You see, my default setting is to modulate who I am based on who I'm around, based on other people's energy. And it's something I started doing very early in life without even realizing it. Just fit in enough. Don't stand out. Be who others want me to be. And here we're mining for gold. And the gold is understanding what I observe in others and why. Observing how it affects me and what I do. Because that information is priceless. The gold is seeing the opportunity to break free from those old habits, those old patterns, those old default settings. So I can observe others, I can notice their energy, and I don't have to change who I am. I don't have to meter who I am in this moment. I can still be me, fully me. So we take it even farther. It's not only what you notice, but it's looking deeper. Why do you notice that? And how does that information affect you? How do you alter maybe or become more of yourself with that information? And then it's an opportunity to decide, do you want to keep doing it? Do you want that to be what shifts your mood, shifts your way, or opens or closes who you can be? And now for our last question, number five, when did you feel most alive this year? Most vibrant, most fully you? What were you doing? We want to know what did, what created that? Because I think so many of us want to live in a vibrant way. Want to feel like we are fully alive, fully connected. So I felt most alive when this schedule was empty and there was no to-do list. No homework, no shoulds, no musts, no have-tos when I could be completely immersed in wonder and curiosity. That's what allowed me or opened up the opportunity to think bigger about my life, about priorities. That's when I prayed more, I read more, I listened more, I looked around more. And through doing that, boy, 2024 looks a lot different than I would have have imagined. Ah, And through doing that, 2024, it looks a lot different than I ever would have imagined. You know, we're going to be moving to a rural area and the quality of our lives will be based almost entirely on the quality of the relationships we create, both the relationship with Craig and I and growing that even farther and the relationship we create with others because there's going to be very few distractions 2024 is going to be about simplifying our possessions, strengthening our bodies, because that's what's important when I feel most alive. Those are the priorities that create joy, and they were created joyously. And that's what I see as the pathway, or at least the next part of the pathway, to the ultimate goal of loving purely and loving freely. So there's the gold, my friends. Understanding what happens within you 
and what you default to, what touches you in a meaningful way, knowing or hearing or understanding how you impact others, and when, where, how your best self comes out. There's so much greatness in knowing this today, and there's so much that you can do with it each day to continue refining your life, to continue creating deeper and more meaningful life experience, that you're spending the days with more of what you want and not defaulting to what you don't want. And we can all do that no matter where we're at in this life. We all have the capability. It's not comfortable, but that's what an unstoppable life looks like, getting through the discomfort to the other side to say, wow, Look how far I've come. Look what is now possible or available. Look at all the opportunities of this day and this life ahead. We have four more episodes on our road to 200. Absolutely amazing. I'm sending you so much love and happy new year. Ciao.